Podcast. What's a podcast? I like your show. Oh, dude, I can't hear. Welcome to the Shipe Sports Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Shipe Sports Talk Show. Welcome to our fantasy football preview show as well. We have taken it three weeks off. And we're back to discuss fantasy football. Join always my co-host and producer, Paul. What's up? Sitting across from me, as always, uh, Guillermo the Wolverine, Walt Ralda. Hey, I changed, okay? And back in studio to my left is Mr. Brad Cameron. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks for having me, Shipe. Good to have you back. All right, everyone. Well, this is our fantasy football show. Uh, we'll be going over every position player. Well, not every position player. All the positions, you know, the top players for each position, we have some rankings, you know, defense, quarterbacks, running backs, sleepers, top rookies. Um, we have the chat room open, so please feel free to comment in those chat rooms. Any questions that you have throughout the show, we will answer. Uh, we will hopefully have a question segment in the show, so hopefully we have enough people in the chat room watching that will ask questions. So uh, let's get right into it. Let's um, let's start with the main position everyone always wants to worry about, you know, when do you draft one, when you don't, and that's the quarterbacks. So, um, you know, we have a good, a lot of quarterbacks this year did good. Last year, we have a good variety. You have your runners, you have your passers. Well, you have your one runner. The other one seems to always get hurt every year. Why are you looking at me? I'm looking at all of you guys, and you all know who I'm talking about. Don't break a leg. Yeah, Mariota. Yeah, oh. He's not in the league yet. <laughs> um, so we'll yeah, go around. If he makes it. Yeah, yeah he's going to make it. <laughs> so let's go around first, and we're all going to give our top, we'll do our top 10 quarterbacks first, then we'll discuss the rest. So I'll go, I'm going to start off with my number one. Should be a no-brainer for everyone is obviously Aaron Rodgers. You have Jordy Nelson who came back. You have Randall Cobb who came back. You have a good running game to go along with. You have a good balance attack. Uh, Andrew Corliss just had the arrest in South Beach. We'll see if he's there. If not, we'll see how that affects if he gets suspended. I'm sure he will, but apparently the NFL doesn't have a policy on disarming or discharging your handgun, which I'm sure he'll countersuit somehow. Uh, second up, Andrew Lodge. I mean, amazing quarterback. He's been amazing since he got in the lead. He's got T.Y. Hilton. He's got Dwayne Allen. I mean, Kobe Fleener. Andre Johnson is one you should look out for this year of having a bounce back year. He hasn't had a quarterback since Matt Schaub's, you know, good days. So finally he could come back out and give some um, Andrew Luck even more of a target. Uh, third, I'm going to have to go with Russell Wilson. Uh, he was great last year as quarterback. He's a he can run as well, and he's smart when he runs. He knows when to slide. He knows to get out of bounds. He saves his body. And also, I think Jimmy Graham will make a big difference in that lineup. I feel like if you go for the one-yard line this year, you finally have a target you can throw to and won't throw an interception. That'll lose you a game. <laughs> uh, fourth is my surprise pick for quarterback, which is going to be Ben Rostenberger. And that's because of the weapons he has this year. You have Martarius Bryant, who came out of nowhere and had a great year. Obviously, you have Antonio Brown, who is leading point getter for wide receivers last year most yards most catches yeah i don't like you for having him beat me in the <laughs> championship uh you have heath miller who's always a reliable option for him so i've been rosberg up there for be mostly because of the weapons five i'm gonna go with peyton manning you know you have denaro you have uh thomas you have you know god i'm blanking out again <laughs> the weapons he's peyton manning that's all you need to know yeah, almost almost blinked out again. the pizza guy good, good reasons yeah, yeah. tell boy i mean mostly Dem demarius thomas is well, his you got anderson guy. as well yeah cj anderson who's his you know out of the backfield man you have owen daniels who i feel can get his career maybe resurrect a little bit with the better quarterback he still has some years left uh sits tony romo i mean you have anyone with des Bryant, their team's gonna be good jason witten is always gonna be reliable 
So Romo always has a good year if he can stay healthy. Seven, I, I'm dropping Drew Brees out of the top five for years. I think last year his health did start to show in his age. His ball doesn't seem to have as much zip as it used to. Um, his wife, the, the fact that he lost Graham as well. Yeah, he lost Jimmy Graham. That was a big target for him. So I think you're going to see Brees, uh, you know, go down a little bit. And also the Saints have said they've already started looking for Brees' replacement. So maybe, didn't, you know. Didn't they also lose Stills? Yeah, Kenny Stills is gone. He went to Miami. So that could affect them. Eight, I got Matt Stafford. I feel like anyone who has Calvin Johnson is going to be a top 10 quarterback. Uh, they went also got a wide receiver in the draft. Uh, they upgraded in some positions to help him out. Uh, nine, Matt Ryan. I mean, you got Roddy White and Julio Jones. I mean, you can't go wrong with those two. As long as both of them can stay healthy and not get hurt, he's going to have a great year. And rounding out my top 10 is going to be Cam Newton. Uh, we saw Kelvin Benjamin. He came out and emerged as what is a top receiving threat. He also has a run threat. Yes, he puts his body in the line, but he's a tough quarterback. He can handle the hits. So that's my top 10. Uh, Brad, since you're back in studio for the first time in a while, let's go with you for Joe's second. Okay. Uh, you know, one thing that's that's difficult about ranking the quarterbacks is there's, it almost seems like there's such a drop-off once you get past about, you know, three or maybe even four quarterbacks, then it kind of becomes, you know, there's like a top tier and then a then a second tier and then an everybody else. Uh, you know, so it, it's hard to pick a specific order, but I'll, I'll definitely take Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they, they've reloaded again. Uh, Devontae Adams, who was young last year, is, is going to be good. They still have Jordy. They still have Cobb, uh, you know, and, and Lacey's really starting to come into his own. So uh, in terms of just have some kind of dynamic attack between running and passing, it's going to be unstoppable. Uh, I will take Andrew Luck, number two. They only got better. You know, now they actually have a, a decent run game with Frank Gore and then the acquisition of, of Andre Johnson with T.Y. Uh, you know, Andrew Luck just always finds ways to get it done. So, uh, you know, he's got to be up there. And my number three, I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger. You know, I think just like you said, Martavius Bryant is is really coming to his own. Antonio Brown is gonna get it done every single week, uh, and and Le'Veon Bell is great. So I, I like the balance that they have. They're gonna be able to move the ball efficiently because they're they're gonna be able to run it with Bell, and they're gonna be able to to get open and and make big plays down the field with Bryant uh, and with Brown. So I, I'm taking Ben Roethlisberger number three, uh, and then number four you gotta go with Peyton Manning. Uh, you know he's he's just a stud of a quarterback. Always, always finds ways to to keep his team in games and and gets points. You know, when's the last time he didn't have a passing touchdown? I I, I really don't know. Um, you know, so I, I'll take Peyton number four, and then my number my number five is gonna be. I gotta go with Tom Brady. Uh, you know, he like Peyton. Just they they always find ways to get it done, and, and I think this year the Patriots are are gonna be very healthy. And and he's gonna have week in and week out performances that are very good. So I'll take Tom Brady number five, and number six I'm gonna go with Tony Romo. Uh, I think Des Bryant is really really coming along. I think he's gonna make a lot of big plays. Jason Witten is a sure sure handed target. Um, you know I think they'll still be able to run the ball behind that massive offensive line, uh, and so they'll have a nice balance and able to move the ball through the air uh, with relative ease. So Tony Romo number six, my number seven is gonna be Matthew Stafford. Uh, I think that they were. Kind of dinged up last year, you know. Megatron had a, you know, had some some toe problems or foot issues, uh, but but he'll be healthy this year. Uh, and and who's the other target that they have in Detroit? Tate. Uh, yeah, Tate. And and that was Tate's first year in Detroit. So working with Stafford, I I think that actually becomes a really really good uh, tandem receiving attack there. So I'm, I'm going to take Matthew Stafford number seven. 
Uh, and, and my number eight is going to be Cam Newton. I think Kelvin Benjamin is going to mature even more, and I think Cam Newton is still going to be doing his thing, getting it done. And I, I think there's going to be some chemistry that's really starting to grow between them. Uh, but also, LaFell is there, correct? With who? Yeah. Uh, Patriots? Yeah, no. With uh, the Panthers. With the Panthers. Who, no, Brandon LaFell's with the Patriots. I, I thought he went back. Who, Did he, I don't think he went back. Who's their other target in Carolina? Besides Greg Olson and Benjamin, I know they got one more, but I think I think Cam Newton just has a really good year. I, I think that team really starts to gel. They've been young, uh, you know, and I, I just see him having a really nice year. Number nine, I'm going to take Eli Manning. Uh, you know, he's due for a really good year. I, I hate this because I'm I have, I'm a Skins fan and I don't like the Giants, uh, and I, I love seeing Eli struggle. But I think with Victor Cruz coming back healthy and Odell Beckham. I, I just think that team is gonna is gonna be alive again this year. So I'm taking uh, Eli Manning number nine. And my number ten, I'm go, gonna go out on a little bit of a limb. I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on the fact that he's working with a genius and he stays healthy. I'm taking Sam Bradford number ten. Hmm. Uh, I, I think when when he is healthy, he's very good, and now he's gonna be in an amazing system. Uh, and if 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 these doctors can find a way to keep him healthy, I know you know I know he's had his knee problems. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna risk it and say he has a, a a dynamic year because you know the the Eagles score a lot of points. So my number ten, a little bit of a, a little bit of a limb there, Sam Bradford. It's funny you've mentioned him at ten with the genius of a coach because Nick Foles going there, I actually dropped him a lot down because of the difference in weapons and the system you're in. Yeah. So I think it was, it's a big drop also for Nick Foles. Uh, Guillermo, let's go for your top ten. Uh, okay. Uh, one, uh, kind of switch it up from, from what Brad said. And I had Andrew Luck going out first, just with the weapons that he picked up in the offseason. I got Aaron Rodgers, too. I mean, put up a MVP year. I mean, he brought back uh, Cobb and Nelson. Uh, number three, I have Peyton Manning. He's Peyton Manning. I mean, no matter what kind of players he gets, he's going to make them better. Four, I actually got Eli Manning in there with the the Cruz and Beckham tandem. And then you also got the two running backs, uh, Jennings and, and Williams, together. I think they're due for a, a nice little offensive uh, get. Five, I go with another NFC East uh, quarterback with Tony Romo. I mean, as long as you have the, one of the top three receivers in Des Bryant and all the other uh, people to help you out. You got Jason Witten, who's slumming down and going down in his career, but he can still give you those valuable catches and points. Uh, six, I got Russell Wilson. I mean, the, the the ad from Jimmy Graham to help him out, like what Shipe says, not running it in from the one, but when you got beast mode, you always have that option. But now it's a dual threat where you can throw it or run it. So either way, they're still going to get you. Seven, I got uh, Cam Newton. Uh, I think he's due for another year, another good year. I mean, ever since that sophomore slump, he's been like the critics have been getting to him where he can't do this and can't do that. I think he's out to prove him wrong. Uh, eight, I got Matthew uh, Stafford, Megatron, Golden Tate together, due for a, a heck of a, a duo, along with uh, Bell to help him out as well. Uh, nine, I actually got Tom Brady, even though he's missing the first four games, but he's always going to give you at least 25 touchdowns and yardage like crazy. He's going to give you guys and he's going to get you into the postseason no matter what. And then uh, to round it off at 10, I actually got, it's a little toss up between it's <coughs> Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan, but I'll have to go with Matt Ryan with 10 with Julio Jones, 
and Roddy White, and then also with uh, the multiple players that they have receiving core, and then their, their running backs to help him out as well. And he's always guaranteed if he plays at home, he's going to give you a good game. He just needs to work on his away games to help him out. All right, we're in over now. As someone asked in the chat room for our sleeper quarterback, so let's go ahead and name. Um, I guess we'll draw just three or you know three quick sleeper quarterbacks. Uh, my number one actually is going to be different from where you had him ranked, which would be Sam Bradford, because of weapons he has. Well, you know, with Jordy Matthews, Zach Ertz. So I think he's actually my number one sleeper. Uh, my number two actually will be Alex Smith. I think with the addition of Jeremy Macklin, he was brought in to get that passing game going. Yeah, they had Dwayne Bow, but his his he was getting up there in age, so he wasn't the same. I feel like Macklin can change at offense. He's back with with Andy Reid, and Reid will know how to use him. So I think Alex Smith will be um, a sleeper. And my third and final one, I'm going to have to go with whoever's quarterbacking the Jets. And here's my reason why. You guys are looking at me crazy. What's you, what's the uh, options? Who who's Geno Smith and Bryce Petty? Okay. Now I'm hoping it's Bryce Petty to begin the season only because the wide receiving core they have there. You know, it's like you're giving this quarterback, whoever it is, the weapons to succeed. You gave them Brandon Marshall. They got Eric Decker last year. Everyone's saying, well, Decker didn't do much. Well, he was the only guy on that, the only playmaker on that team. So of course they're gonna look at him more. So you had Marshall on the opposite side. And Marshall, you know, he doesn't have the skill set as Demarius Thomas, but maybe they can work the way Decker worked when he was with Demarius Thomas. And if Gino Petty, where are who's was it Ryan Fitzpatrick that went there as well? I think, yeah, it was Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Whoever the hell's starting there, if they can just get these guys the ball, the Jets should be pretty damn good this season. Especially, and the quarterback should have good numbers. But the problem is, who's going to be the quarterback? And I think with these two guys. That quarterback could be a little sneaky fantasy option every week, depending on who they're playing. Well, I don't. Th- I don't think the coach is going to make a stupid decision like Rex Ryan and put in a quarterback that's not ready. I don't think it's going to be. G- I think I want to say it's going to be Fitzpatrick because he's more proven ready. I think the new. Obviously, when you have a new coach, you have a new regime, a yeah. new quarterback. So I think Geno's time could be coming to an end. And they start Fitzpatrick. You just put Bryce Petty behind would, him yeah. to learn. I would put Petty behind him as well. And I trust Fitzpatrick to you know to get the system going because I mean he's a Harvard kid. He's pretty smart. He knows how to work an offense. So I think <laughs> I really think who I think if whoever's quarterback in the Jets could be a little sneaker in there, and maybe get some good points with these two wide receivers that they have now. Um, Brad, who are you going for top three? Uh, your three sleepers. Uh, I'll, I'll start from the bottom and and work my way up. Number three, I'm gonna go with Teddy Bridgewater. I, I think his success is going to continue, uh, you know, especially now that they have a, you know, a, a running back who is who is elite. Uh, I think that definitely changes the dynamic of that team. So I'm going with the with Teddy as number as my my third sleeper. My my number two, I'm going to go with RG three. You know, I, I think I love the fact that the skins put in effort to make the offensive line better. Uh, I, I think that's really going to help and. And and hopefully Trent Williams and Sheriff, uh, you know, allow RG three to to really have some time, and, and and I think he can be effective in the NFL if if he does have a little bit of time to kind of, you know, to, to whether it's kind of scampering out of the pocket and making throws or uh, you know using his ability to run and hopefully slide. Uh, but my number one is going to be Sam Bradford, who I who I had at number ten. I just think, you know, the system that he's going into is. It's going to be good. You know, we've seen for years that Chip Kelly can put up points. I and mean, it could be Sanchez, quarterback. It could be Foles. 
it doesn't matter who. Uh, they, they find ways to move the ball, and they can get rid of receivers and still be effective. Uh, so I think if healthy, uh, you know, big, big asterisk ne- next to that one. If healthy, I think Sam Bradford could be the biggest sleeper in terms of uh, quarterback production from from last year. Obviously, he didn't he didn't play, but you know, kind of expectation wise. Yeah, I go with number three is with Teddy Bridgewater as well. The year that he had last year, I think he can do some improvement in that. I mean, he also got Adrian Peterson back, so that's always going to give you a boost. Uh, two, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Derek Carr in the Oakland Raiders. I see him doing some potential, especially with uh, what it was. Cooper that yeah. they drafted. I see him and him, them two working together and, and making a good duo. I want to say they got Crabtree too there, right? I believe so. Yeah, they yeah. said Crabtree, so that's not a bad option for... And then nice with the, the running back, I forgot his name. He beasted out last year, last I couple of games. I know who you're talking about. I just can't think Stuff of it. Stuff with the L. La- uh, Murray. Yeah. His name's, his yeah. last name's Murray. I know that. I think it's like Lamar Murray or something like that. Uh, yeah, I see him helping, helping him out as well. I mean... The and then uh, number one, I'm I'm. It was stuck in between, but I'm about to go with uh Blake Bortles. I see him doing good as well. I mean, you got Denard Robinson out there. You got uh, Julius Thomas. Julius Thomas out there to help him out and the, the the check down. And they picked up another. They picked up the receiver as well. I mean, they also got uh, T. W. Yeldon as well to to help out with the running game. But he can also play like a, a slot receiver to help out. On time to time, but those are those are the top three. Okay, all right. We're gonna move on to our running backs, and we're gonna go same as with the quarterbacks, top ten, and then we'll also go over sleepers. So my top ten running backs, and this was really hard to pick. There's you know, a lot of these, a lot of any of these players could be top ten running backs depending on what kind of team you're on. But first, I'm gonna go with um, and first, this is not PPR. We're not doing PPR right now. This is standard lead. Uh, I completely forgot about PPR and standard, but we're doing standard for right now, even though most people do do PPR now. So, except for DMO, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you explain what PPR is for people that don't PPR know what they're doing PPR it the first time. for fantasy is points per reception. It means every time someone catches the ball, you get a point. So it's completely different in the way you draft. Instead of drafting someone who's a you know a hard nose between the tackle running back, you may look at someone else who catches the balls more out of the backfield... For example, C.J. Anderson last year for the uh, Broncos came on strong second half of the season, especially for PPR people because they use them a lot in the passing game. So this will be standard running backs. Uh, one, I got Jamal Charles. I mean, it's just every year he works his ass off. He goes between the tackles. He knows how to break tackles. I mean, he gets in the end zone. He knows what he's doing. Two, I'm going to go with Eddie Lacy. He's gotten nothing. He's just gotten better and better every year he's been in the league. This is going to be his third year now. He's more of a seasoned vet almost now. He's a hard-nosed running back. You get him on the one-yard line, as long as they don't give it to Jonathan Kuhn, he's going to get the ball in. He can run between the tackles. He can pass from the backfield. He's great. I mean, he scored a lot of screens because he just – I mean, if you put a cornerback to try to tackle him, he's going to run right through him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three, I got Le'Veon Bell, even with the suspension, because he still led the lead, I believe, in rushing yards last year. He's a dynamic player. He brings something different to that team. Four, Marshawn Lynch. I mean, he just runs over people. I mean, he's going to get you at least – four or five yards per carry. Five, I have Adrian Peterson, and the reason for this is everyone's like, oh, he's been a year off. That's the reason why he's number five. He's had a year off to rest his body. He didn't get beat up, so a lot of these running backs who has a lot of wear and tear, he won't have that as much because he took that year off. I'm sure he's working out. I'm sure he just wasn't at home sitting on his couch just 
watching ESPN stuff. I'm sure he was working out, getting ready for the season, and he's motivated. He wants to come back and compete. Sits, I do have C.J. Anderson. I think he's the best option for the Broncos out of the backfield, run the ball. Uh, seven, Matt Forte. I mean, no matter how many times they switch coaches or offensive coordinator, he competes year in and year out. He's very loyal to that team, and I, you know, I think he's going to do great. Eight, I got LaShawn McCoy. Different scenery, but I feel like he'll be used a lot better with that team. I don't think they'll use him as a work, you know, as a, they'll use him, I think, more as a workhorse. So I think instead of seeing him out of the backfield, catching balls more, you're going to see McCoy start running between the tackles is the way Andy Reid used him more because Rex Ryan is a hard-nosed guy who likes to run the ball. Uh, nine, I have Arian Foster. Yes, he's been fighting injuries, but I feel that they may rely on him a little bit more this year for the running game. Because obviously you're, you're going to have Ryan Mallett, who you can almost say is almost a rookie quarterback starting. He never really started a full season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have DeAndre Hopkins, who's emerging. So maybe they can get a passing game going with the, with him so you can switch off with some play action and get some faith going for him. And 10, I got Alfred Moore to the Redskins. Uh, he's a workhorse. Yeah, I know you can be surprised. <laughs> uh, he does great every year. I mean, he just, he gets, I mean, he sometimes he'll have a slow start to the season. But as the season gets on, he just gets better and better. He can run the ball. He's hard-nosed. The only thing that affects him in PPR is he's not a third-down back. But for those first two downs, he'll give you his all, and I think he's he's a top-ten running back. But it also depends if RG3 stays healthy. Yes. As you saw, when RG3 was a quarterback, he was a lot more effective in that offense. So it all also depends on RG3 whether he's a top-ten. If RG3 plays and they can run that read option, uh, he'll be very effective. Uh, Brad, let's go with your top-ten running backs. Okay. I'm going to start with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I, I think he's just getting started. Uh, you know, he could be the new the new big deal for the next couple of years. I mean, he he has power running. He has vision. Uh, you know, he, he's got cuts. He, he catches the ball. He, he does everything. Uh, so I'm taking Le'Veon Bell. And my number two, uh, this, this may surprise some people, but others maybe not so much. I got Shady McCoy. I mean, he's going into now a system that is designed to run the ball. You know, Rex Ryan, that's virtually all he likes to do. And, I mean, what quarterback does Rex Ryan have to use? I mean, Shady is going to be his quarterback, basically. You know, I I see him getting a lot of touches, and I see a lot of this offense being based around him because, you know, outside of Sammy Watkins, you know, Robert Woods, they have no no other real terms of moving the ball. And I know Rex Ryan just likes to run it. So Shady, number and two. And Rhett's never had a running back like this before You're in right. his career. He's never had someone that he can use at his disposal like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I see I see Shady having a, a great year. Uh, number three, I'm going with Eddie Lacy. I, I think he's just kind of getting going too, like Le'Veon Bell. He, you know, towards the end of the year, he... He realized he is a load and he's a beast, and and he started really, really taking advantage of that. Uh, number four, I'm gonna go with Marshawn Lynch. I think Seattle sticks to sticks to their uh, you know their way of playing football, which is beat you up and, and then stop you uh, defensively. I, I you know I know they just got Jimmy Graham, but it doesn't mean they're all of a sudden gonna start passing the ball just because their passing attack is is average at best. Uh, so I, I see Marshawn Lynch still running the ball a lot and still being effective. Number five, I will go with AP. He's going to come back with a vengeance, uh, and he's going to be running very well. And, and and between him and Teddy Bridgewater, Minnesota should be able to move the ball uh, a lot better than we've seen in years, at, at, at least I'm uh, I'm hoping. Is he coming off an injury or something? No. no, he's got that suspension because he beat his kid. Oh, that's right. That's he hit his right. kid with the stick. And you have to... Let's keep it. I'm just. Let's that's it. why he got suspended for hitting his <laughs> kid. Off field issues. Let's keep it PC. Just there, keep it like dog. that. 
<laughs> it's fact, though, right? It's not like it's... Hey, this thing says it's split on iTunes, so you know what? Deal with it. Okay, there you go. You mean explicit? Is that... Yeah. Split. I said it's split. You it's explicit. It's explicit. <laughs> We've been gone for three weeks, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's a new word. Sorry, Brad. Didn't mean no, to that's okay. That. My number six, CJ Anderson. I mean, that's just a great system for, for offensive points, and, and he, he did a great job towards the end of the season catching the ball and, and also just effectively moving it on the ground. Uh, so I see him having another uh, another great year, and I'm gonna go with Alf Morris as my number my number seven. You know, I, I think the Skins get back to form a little bit. You know, I really like this addition that we have in the offensive line. I, I think that really really helps change the dynamic of our team when we can give our quarterback a little bit more time and we can you know run the ball effectively on first and second down, setting up play action or or just giving ourselves more shot at passing. So I think I think Alf has a a really nice year. I'll take him seven. And I got Matt Forte at number eight. I just think, like Shipe said, in any way, he, he catches the ball and, and makes plays. He, you know, they'll, they'll hand to him and he makes plays. He just makes plays. Like, that. that's all it comes down to. He makes plays. And my number nine is going to be Frank Gore. Uh, I think he comes back very strong in a system uh, that's that's getting better and better every year. Uh, you know, I, I, I see him and his his experience being effective uh, for this team when obviously teams know they can move the ball through the air. You got to watch out for T.Y. And, and you know Andrew Luck is is going to you know complete passes. I think it's going to open up the box for, uh, uh, for Frank Gore, and I think he's going to have a really nice year. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and take DeMarco Murray as my number 10. I just think that offensive line is so good. Um... I think I think he's going to have a really nice year. I think he stays healthy, and when he is healthy, he's one of the best uh, playmakers in the NFL. Uh, and 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 the Cowboys have a great running system. You know, we saw last year that they could with, with anybody move the football on the ground. So I'm going to take Demarco Murray as my number ten. Guillermo. Okay, number one, I got Le'Veon Bell. Just because it's Le'Veon Bell, uh, I see him doing a lot more. Maybe even getting like 1,600 yards this season. Number two is kind of like a shocker, but he was out for a year. I got Adrian Peterson as number two. I mean, he's here to prove a point that he's still the number one or number one or number two running back in the game. I mean, giving that guy a year off is a bad idea. Three, I got Shady. I got McCoy going number three. I mean, new system, uh, new team, new system. Wasn't feeling at pl- in, in 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 home with Philly. Four, I got uh, Arian Foster. Been through injuries and everything. I think he's going to have a good season this year. He's going to be healthy. Five, I have Eddie Lacy. I mean, he's going to be bull rushing everybody. He's going to be giving Aaron Rodgers the yardage that he needs just to give him a couple passes here and there. Six, I've got Matt Forte. He's always dependable. He'll always give you at least 70 yards and at least 70 yards catching. Uh, seven, I got Jamal Charles. He is a work, uh, workhorse. He is going to give you your yardage. He is going to give you touchdowns. I mean, he's there to play. He's playing to prove that he is a top 10 running back. Eight, got to go with beast mode. Simply because it's beast mode and he's going to give you everything, even though they got Jimmy Graham, but I still feel that they're going to give him the amount of carries to put him up there in, in the top. Nine, I'm going with uh, Lamar Miller with the Dolphins. I see him doing some work there with Tannehill. I mean, Tannehill's got an arm. They're going to give him all the, the the throws he can get, but in that 
deep clutch situation, you have to give it to Miller where he can give you at least four and a half yards of carry. And 10, I'm actually going to go with uh, what Brad said. I'm pick Frank Gore. I think the experience comes in, give a little, a different twist to what the, the Colts haven't got in the past couple of years. Give him a, a nice running game. And Gore is huge. He will give you at least four yards each carry. And that makes things even better for Andrew Luck to take over and help. My question for you is, is he going to lose carries to Boom Boom? He could. I mean, if you but if you look at that, I think you have to go with with Gore. I mean, with the experience. Yeah, I say no because Frank Gore is a great blocking back, and so in shotgun situations, play action situations, Frank Gore can pick up blitzes. Uh, he's experienced. He's a veteran. Uh, I, I I think that that possible goal line touches, maybe a couple, but but still no. I I, I think Frank Gore has a starting job, and and I think he uh, he gets majority of the snaps. I mean, he's kind of like a, a Clinton Portis of the blocking game. All right. So, sleepers now. Uh, I have a, my sleeper, I actually have a tie for one. Uh, it'll be a, a dual team. It'll be um, Joseph Randall and DeMarco Murray of the Cowboys. I think both of them are going to be sleepers. That's why I have them together. You mean D-Mac? I said Darren what McFadden. You said DeMarco Murray. Did I said DeMarco yeah. Murray. Oh my God. Darren McFadden. I'm still still January for me. Well, the, D and M, both of them have. Yeah. I think just because that all, and anyone can run behind that offensive line. Yeah. I mean, they have one of the greatest offensive lines almost put together this year. They got the, they signed the kid out of LSU. Yeah. They just got better. They got, and they got him better. They kid went undrafted and now he's out. He's going he's to be out to prove a point oh, in yeah, training camp. Uh, my number two will be TJ Yeldon of. The Jaguars, I think, it gives them a little, you know, they finally gives them a solidified running back. Yeah, they had Toby Gerhardt, you know, he was all, but he's a backup guy. Denard Robinson, he's not big enough to handle the workload. And Yeldon, I think, has the size and speed. And finally, I'm going to go with Melvin Gordon of the Chargers. He's also one of my top rookies. I feel like, you know, with Ryan Matthews gone, they have someone who can help out. And obviously, with Antonio Gates gone the first four weeks, you may have to rely on the running game a little bit more, and that's where Melvin Gel- Melvin Gordon will come in. You know, you have Woodhead still there, but Gordon's a little bit, I mean, I don't think he'll be as hurt as Ryan Matthew was. Ryan Matthew was always played by injuries, mm-hmm. and I think Gordon is a running back you saw in college. He could handle the workload. Hopefully he didn't get that much wear and tear, but, I mean, the guy was – he was an animal in college. I mean, Wisconsin, you just gave him the ball. It was almost guaranteed it was going in almost an end zone. Yeah. Or it was at least five yards, and I think that'll be a – I think it's good for the Chargers to have someone solidify the running back position where they don't have to worry about, is he going to be hurt? Are we going to have him? Because, I mean, they went through almost four or five running backs last season because of all the injuries they had. Uh, I'm not really worried about him losing those stuff to Woodhead because Gordon has shown that he can catch balls Mm -hmm. out of the backfield too. I think Woodhead should be concerned about losing snaps. Um, So that's my top three. Uh, Brad, your sleepers for running backs? Uh, Let's see. Hmm. Number three... I'm going to go with, and who do I want? He's blanking out people. I'm going to go with Jeremy Hill. You know, I, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit, and even in a split back uh, situation, he still is very, very effective virtually every touch he gets, and Giovanni Bernard has shown himself to be injury prone, and so I think Hill is going to get majority of the action again this year. You know, even though Giovanni... Uh, you know, has, has had an off season. And he should be coming back healthy. He's just a little bit. You know, Giovanni's a small, small back, and 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 he does take a beating. 
Uh, and so I see Jeremy Hill being kind of a kind of a sneaker. Another one I'm gonna go with is Andre Ellington, my number two. Andre Ellington. I think he comes back healthy this year. Um, you know, he's gonna be the the lead guy in Arizona. So I see him having having a very nice rebound year, uh, you know, showing that that he he can be the number one guy and and can handle number one touches. But my number one kind of kind of sleeper who isn't a sleeper, but no one really talks about him, Justin Forsett. I see him having another great year in Baltimore. Um, you know I, that that team is really really changed the way it, it's it, you know it's looked from from about two years ago. But they they can still run the football very well. So I'm going to go with Justin Forsett as my my number one sleeping running back. Guillermo. All right, uh, number three, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Bishop Sankey. Shype loves that one. I really don't. don't. (laughs) Why don't you like it? Because I think the rookie they have that they drafted is going to be a lot better than Shanty Cooked. I like Cooked a lot better than Shanty. So, but it's your opinion. I just, I just, I hope Shanty. I hope better now that he has a a quarterback that can open the field, and everybody's going to be looking at him to run. That's if that quarterback signs. Apparently, Titans don't want him surfing during the off season. Uh, Hawaiian boy, they got to surf, man. They got to surf. No one wants a shark bite. I was about to say, it is Shark Week, so God forbid. Right. That's probably what they're watching this week. Knock on wood on that one. Mariota, stay, <laughs> stay safe. Seriously, though. God. Stay on land. Stay on land. Stay don't dry. Break, don't break a leg. <laughs> Number two, I'm going to have to go with uh, Fred Jackson. I still see him as a, a potential number one. I mean, give him, give him, your, give him the touches and he'll... Yeah, but Shady's going to get all the touches. How, how, how possibly is he going to get any action now? If anything, maybe he'll be a third down back. That's going to be about it. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I see it. I see it just in, I mean, anything we had, I think it was a running back a couple years ago who was number one and ended up getting hurt. I mean, I'm not saying that, that Shady will. Shady will get yeah, hurt. They, I mean, they I, had, I hope not. They but. had Spiller. Isn't Jackson now third on the depth chart? Don't they still have Spiller? No, Spiller, I think, left, didn't he? Yeah, Spiller oh. went to, uh, I forgot where he went to, but I think he signed somewhere else. It wasn't the Saints, was it? Was it the Saints? No, I think it was a team within that. There was a Saints. It was it? Oh, okay. no, there you go. I, I was right. And then uh, number one, I got uh, Duke Johnson if he gets the starting spot for uh, Cleveland. Mm, okay, I like that. Yeah. Is it because he went to the U? Uh, the U, and you saw everything that he did <laughs> at the U. Yeah, I think that brings a whole different thing to the Browns. Stay up. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what about my fantasy draft this year. I will not make the mistake of drafting Dud Martin or Zach <laughs> Stacy this year. God. Yeah. <laughs> Bat to bat pits. I'm like, all right, Doug Martin on the rebound. Oh, is that Stacy? Yeah, he was a starter last year. Oh no, Jeff Fisher. I'm gonna go with a three three committee bat. Mm. Muscle hamster. Yeah, I traded Odell Beckham for Eddie Lacy. That's how desperate I was for a running back. Ooh, but that dang. was before Beckham started his little frying. I should have just said, no, no, just just do Lacy and the other person because I did the Beckham for Ruben Randall trade because Randall was oh, up the depth. Number one, yeah, was number, number one. one. Oh, okay, and that yeah, changed okay. really quick once someone made a one handed catch. <laughs> Speaking of Odell Beckham, let's go with wide receivers. Our oh, top, God. our top ten, and then we'll go with sleepers. Oh, you'll, geez. you'll two will like my one sleeper pick. Stephon Diggs. No, that'd be awesome. That'd be. Awesome. <laughs> where did he sign with? Was it? Where did he get? Was it Detroit? Detroit. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Yeah. Uh, number one, Antonio Brown. Number one receiving last year. Number one in fantasy points. I mean, what more can you say about the guy? Uh, number two, Demarius Thomas. I mean, he just catches the ball and he just goes. I mean, it's hard to bring him down. He's got Peyton Manning. Three, Odell Beckham Jr. 
And the reason is because now he'll have Victor Cruz opposite of him, which means, you know, you can't concentrate all your power on Odell Beckham Jr. You're going to have to look to Victor Cruz. So hopefully opens the field form for Calvin Johnson. I feel Johnson's going to come back strong from those injuries. You still have Matt Stafford, who still has a big arm. All you have to do is throw it up, and hopefully Johnson can bring it down. Five, Des Bryant. Uh, the reason I put Bryant at five, because his contract issue is still a little concerning to me. He still is like, oh, I'm not going to play week one. So I just don't know what's lingering over that. Sits Jordy Nelson. I mean, he's just Aaron Rodgers' most reliable guy. I mean, I'll even admit I have Randall Cobb at 11. I mean, Rodgers just makes people around him better. But Nelson is just, he's a complete package for a receiver. Uh, seven, A.J. Green. I mean, this, this is a personal favorite of mine. Ever since A.J. Green's come to the league, I've drafted him every single year in my fantasy. He's, I mean, a, he's, he's a beast. He's, he's still a person, there. He's when my, he's, he's healthy, a, he's a yeah, monster. He, I remember um, I had to get two years ago, I had to get in the playoffs. And the reason I got in the playoffs was that Hail Mary catch against the Ravens. And he caught it. He caught it like, after the tip. Okay, yeah, I got it. Uh, eight, Julio Jones. When he's healthy, he's one of the best in the league ever since he came in the league. I mean, he's a Bama product just like Amari Cooper is. And they always produce great receivers. I mean, well, they recently have. So I think Julio Jones will be eight. And also you have Roddy White over there still taking off of him. So he just has to stay healthy. Nine, I got Ashawn Jeffrey. Time to see what the kid can do as the number one guy with Jay Cutler. I mean, he almost has the body type of what Brandon Marshall was. You give him the ball, throw it up. He's big. He'll get the ball down. And 10, I got Mike Evans. Uh, Evans hmm. burst on the scene last year. He's big. He can catch the ball. Uh, yeah, you have a rookie quarterback, but I think this is what's going to help Jameis Winston is that you have a receiver that if you do make you know a bad throw here and out, this receiver can bail you out. And with also Vincent Jackson still doing good, you know, he's not double teamed because you have to, you know, take into fact that you have Vincent and Mike Evans there. So Mike Evans is my number 10. Uh, Brad, do you know? Okay. Uh, my first is going to be Antonio Brown. I think he and Ben Roethlisberger have an incredible connection. Uh, he's one of the best athletes. Um, I, yeah, Antonio. Uh, and my number two is Des Bryant pains me to say that as a Skins fan, but wow, this kid is just making plays all over the place. Um, you know, so 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 I got I got Des as my number two, my number three uh, Megatron. It's gotta be gotta be Calvin Johnson. You know, if he's healthy, he's shown that year after year after year he is, if not the best, one of the best uh, receivers in the NFL. And then my number four is AJ Green. You know, he's kind of like a mini Megatron. You know, he's he's definitely the number one target in Cincinnati. Uh, and if he's healthy, he makes plays over double coverage just r- routinely. Uh, and my number five is going to be Demarius. Uh, I got Demarius. He's in a system that he fries in. Uh, he's got a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing to him. So, yeah, definitely a Demarius. My number six is going to be Julio. Uh, I got Julio Jones. I, I think he stays stays healthy this year. And, you know, obviously, like like Shipe says and everyone says, when he's healthy, playmaker, big time. No doubt about it. Uh, my next one's going to be T.Y. I, I think he's growing up a lot. So is Andrew Luck. Um, and I think they're going to have a, a bomb year, especially now that teams need to worry about Andre Johnson. And uh, who's, the other, who's the other little guy for the Colts? John Blank on his name, who... Who started? Who started doing really well? Not Hilton. Not Hilton. Not, oh God. Yeah, I, I know who you're thinking like, of. I, I just think defenses have too much to worry about between Frank Gore, Johnson, uh, uh, du- you know, Dwayne Allen, 
Kobe Fleener. Like I think Ty is going to get a lot of solo coverage, and Andrew Luck likes to take shots, and and I I see Ty having a, a big year. Uh, my next one's going to be Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, you know we we've seen him just take over the NFL, and and I see no reason that that can't continue, especially now that Victor Cruz is back. He might take some of his take some of his uh, his targets away by by having Victor Cruz, but I I still think Eli is going to look Odell Beckham's way first. Before Victor Cruz, I just thought about something. Putting Beckham as three, and you put him there. Is the man curse going to affect them this year? Nah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> Do we have to take that in consideration? What what that curse is already? What number over. am I on? Eight. That curse is over already. Eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight. I have Mike Evans. Uh, you know, I I just think he's a beast, and uh, I think Jameis is going to have to have to find a security blanket to throw to, and I think it's going to be Mike Evans. So I I see him having a you know a, a pretty good year. And then number nine, I have Alshon Jeffrey. You know, this is his year to show if he can be a number one target. You know, Brandon Marshall's gone. Um, you know, so so now it's now it's his way. Cutler's going to look look towards him. Uh, you know, and, and it's his time to be to be a stud. Um, so I got Mike Evans. And then my number ten. Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, Dante Moncrief. And then they also drafted uh, Parker. That's right, they did. So, so yeah, they, drafted, so they yeah, got a good receiving core there. They're now. stacked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go Jeremy Macklin. Uh, I think he mm-hmm. continues to do well. He, you know, he he he's a sharp route runner, great hands, very very you know very skilled catcher. Um, and I, I see him having a, a nice year. I'm going to take uh, him as my number ten. I think he'll give them more than two receiving touchdowns. Well, that that's exactly. Well, it. let's it hope so. It can't be worse. It so. can't get worse. I mean, yeah, he's definitely their number one target now. I, I think, think Alex Smith is an underrated quarterback in this league. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll agree well, with you. On that. He was him. my sleeper. So. It's also going him going back to. Uh, Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid. Yeah. All right, Dearmo, your top ten, sir. Uh, one, I got Dez. Two, I got Calvin Johnson. I still think they're going to compete for the number one guy there. Three, I got Julio Jones if he stays healthy. Did you hear that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that too. What was that? <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're a little loud upstairs. Yeah, what they say? Was, la, 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 la. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Three, I got Julio Jones. If he stays healthy, I mean, Matty Ice is always going to give it to him. I mean, Roddy's on his way out, so he's looking straight to to Julio. Four, I got Jordy Nelson, perfect route runner. Always Can always constantly give you a nice screen or a long ball. Five, I got T.Y. Hilton. I mean, he's, he's getting things done with uh, Andrew Luck and one hell of a fast guy. Six, if he stays healthy, I got A.J. Green. I mean, he can do he can do big numbers. I was kind of upset that he got hurt last year. Seven, I got uh, Antonio Brown. I don't see him getting as many catches as, as last year. Maybe yardage, yeah, but with uh, with Bryant coming in, uh, taking the number two, I think he's going to be a little decrease in catches. Eight, I got Odell Beckham Jr. Just because with uh, Victor Cruz coming in. Um, same thing. He's going to lose a couple of his catches and everything, but he's still going to be the number one playmaker on the team. Uh, nine, I actually got Jeremy Macklin. A uh, new system, same coach, or same system with the, with the same coach. Uh, and with Alex Smith, I see him actually raising his numbers than to what he was doing with uh, the Eagles. And to round it off, I got uh, Randall Cobb, another Packer, to uh, to finish it off. All right, we'll go to our sleepers. My first sleeper, you guys are going to love this, Pierre Garçon. 
I think that in order for RG3 to do good this year, he has to get Pierre more involved like he was two years ago where he was the you know, the most receiving the most receptions in the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh yes, you have Deshaun, but you know, when you when Deshaun goes deep, who's gonna be your better check man down if you don't have Jordan Reed open is gonna be everyone say it? Pierre Darson. No, it's Paul. It would be. No, it's yeah, Paul. No. <laughs> Jordan Reed if he's healthy. No, if we can get Alfred Morris to, to catch the ball with yeah. no problem, then yeah, that'll be his check. I mean, I think if we can get our offensive line to protect for like a second, we <laughs> might be able to pass the football. We can say or this for next, run to football. next week. Our NFL shows next week, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> but Pierre Garcon, uh, number two, I'm going to go with Mike Wallace. Uh, he's with the mm-hmm. Vikings now. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about Teddy Bridgewater and Mike Wallace is a big target for him. I think Wallace, you know, he's had down years in the Dolphins. I think a as you always say, when players have a different scenery, they seem to do better. Uh, maybe with Teddy Bridgewater, maybe you know he can help the, new, the you know a young quarterback out. And my third one, hmm, I'm gonna go with Rashard Pierman of the Ravens. I think you know you have Steve Smith, uh, Flacco lost Torrey Smith. So he someone's got to fill that void, and I think it will be Rashard Pierman because a lot of people you know they see Steve Smith, they're gonna be like, oh. There's a veteran. We have to look at him. And I feel like Pierman can develop as a number one option for that team and take over Torrey Smith's role. And I think he's definitely going to be someone to look out for. And I think a lot of sleepers for wide receivers are going to be the rookies from this draft. I think there's a lot of good rookies in this draft. And I think almost, you can almost say every wide receiver taken in the first two rounds could be a potential sleeper for wide receiver. So, uh, Brad, let's show your sleeper picks. Hmm. All right. Starting at number three. Uh, I'm going to go with Golden Tate. You know, I think he doesn't get enough credit. The dude makes plays routinely week in and week out. Uh, so my number three is going to be Golden Tate. My number two is going to be Martavius Bryant because, man, did he really start tearing it up towards the end of the year with Pittsburgh. Uh, and and I, think, I think he picks up right where he left off. I, I see him continuing to do well. Uh, and my number one, and I don't know if this is necessarily a sleeper, but no one talks like enough about him. And now the show is all his. It's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's his turn now down there in Houston. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I know he's got, they have quarterback question marks. Like there's a lot. Uh, but still, you know, if he's that good of a playmaker, which I think he is, he should be able to find ways to still, you know, catch a couple touchdowns, make plays, move the ball. Uh, so I'm going to go with Hopkins. Is he at what position is he at? Wide out. These, these okay. are all wide receivers. Okay, gotcha. I'm just making mental notes. Oh, for our league? <laughs> See, Paul's taking all this yeah. in because I'm in Paul's the league Paul's going to win the league. He's like, yeah. interesting, interesting. Okay. Exactly. I got you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, G. Uh, number three, I got uh, Cooper, Amari Cooper from uh, Oakland Raiders. I see him actually having a good year and sleeper year as well. Um, two, I have Kenny Stills. Miami Dolphins, I see him in Tanning Hill actually converting a couple touchdowns and giving him at least like 800 yards. Hmm. I'll take the under. Bold prediction. I'll take the over. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no bet book on that one. Paul's not paying attention. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. And then... Uh, Are we doing a show here? Sorry. <laughs> number... Uh, third sleeper, I'll see uh, Andre Johnson. I like it. the Colts. Nice. Re- rebound. You know, experience, yeah. Rebound from... Touche. You have a quarterback who can throw you the ball. Who can actually throw you the ball That's and get you, get you the ball right on time. And he had a little... The U reunion with Frank Gore. You mean the reunion? Yeah. The reunion. 
<laughs> Capital U. <laughs> All right, that's where we go with tight ends. And tight ends, you know, you really can't rank 32. We're stressing for the show because usually after the top Five. 10 are off the board, that's pretty much it. So we're gonna just, let's just do an open discussion on tight ends. Okay, okay. Who you guys Thank like. Thank you. <laughs> Obviously, the number one I'm sure all of us have all around is yeah, going to be Gronk. It's going to be Gronk. Jordan Reed? No. Oh. Can we all agree on Gronk as number no, it's, one? It's uh, Paulson. Yeah, Logan Paulson. You, the door's right there. If you want to leave. <laughs> I see the door's very yeah. nice. I know, it has to be Gronk. Can we, can we all agree on Gronk? When he's healthy, yeah, it has when to he's be healthy. Gronk. Yeah. And I think, I think he'll be the main guy. If Brady is suspended for the first four weeks, I think he'll be the... He'll still be the... He'll, still he'll be, be the, the saving grace for um, Gar- Jimmy... Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Him Garoppolo. and LeGarrette Blunt for sure. Yeah. Um, two, I'm sure maybe there'll be some debate here. I mean, I would have Jimmy Graham. I don't know what you guys got. I agree with you. Yeah, I'll take Jimmy Graham I'll number two when, he, yeah, when, when he's healthy. Too. Yeah. Now three, I went back and forth, and I can't believe I'm saying this was going to be Greg Olson, and I'm actually still saying Julius Thomas is going to be his top five tight end or top three, even though he may have went to Jacksonville. But I feel like, you know, he's not sharing with Denarius or Wes Welker or Emmanuel Sanders. He's like the guy that Blake Bortles. I feel, you know, Blake Bortles in trouble. There's Thomas. Let me get it to him. And I feel like he could be a top threat in that system to where, I mean, he may be a tight end, but he could be like not as good as Gronk, but he could be the guy, the receiving guy with Jacksonville with that quarterback. I mean, how do you all feel about Julius Thomas? And do you feel he's still a top five tight end? Me first? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I... I agree with you, Shipe. I think he will be, but I think we're going to find out. You know, obviously he's been in an amazing system. Uh, All he's known his career is Peyton Manning, and wow, that must be tough. Um, So now he's he's working with, you know, a young quarterback in a system that is not very good yet. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out how good Julius Thomas really is. I I, I still will give him top five because I think he just has, you know, wide receiver type capabilities in a tight end body, and that's you know that that's pretty much what what is becoming the new tight end in the NFL uh, is kind of an oversized wide receiver. Um, so I, I still think he can make plays, but the, you know the pressure is going to be on him finding out are you really top five because now you're not with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Now you're not in a system that scores 35 points a game. You know, now you're in a system that turns the ball over more times than they score. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to find out, you know, what kind of pedigree you have. But I would still say yes, top five. Top five for you? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I have him at four. I, I believe he's a, still a top ten. I mean, top five. I think one of my sleeper pits here, and, you know, I'm going to go with a Titan will be Delaney Walker was. I feel like Delaney Walker finally had his chance last year to show how good he was as the main guy, the main tight end, because you know he's been behind Vernon Davis, he mm-hmm. couldn't really show who he was, and I feel like he really showed that he belongs in this league as a starting tight end. I feel like you know, whatever quarterback they had throwing to him in Tennessee, he had some amazing plays. I mean, he caught the ball, I mean, he had some amazing you know touchdowns for us. He was a really good checkdown man, and I feel like him and Mariota could hopefully make a connection to where Mariota can run that, you know, the play action or something like that. You can have him in the flat somewhere ready to catch, and I mean. He almost made the incredible touchdown on that, you know, that last second play against the Jets where, you know, they were doing about 20 laterals and almost got in. I think his yeah. mistake was he just didn't look back at the last second. But when you have an open lane, you got taken. I think he knows how to make plays. And also, you got to look out for that tight end duo and the Colts, Dwayne Allen, Kobe Fleener. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoever you have out there is going to be good. Fleener, the only problem I have with Fleener is, and I have him almost ranked 
almost 10 spots below Dwayne Allen is because Fleener, his hands are not yeah, his reliable. Hands stink. We saw last year, we saw last year when he played the Redskins. Yeah, he caught the one touchdown, but he should have had another yeah, one where he was literally three. wide open. And yeah, his that's, hands are that's bad. the only problem with Fleener is, you know, he's great. He knows how to get open. He's got, he's got great size, but you can't trust his hands. And then also, you know, I think someone that's, if he can stay healthy, that can help Brian Tannehill out will be the new tight end there, Jordan Cameron. He's got to stay healthy, though. He showed that yep. whatever quarterback he had in the Browns, he could do work with, but he's got to stay healthy. And I think the biggest fall for a tight end this year that I think won't even be a top 20 is going to be Vernon Davis. I think he slowly has started to go down, down, down. And the way the reason he's going down is Colin Kaepernick has been going down, down, down the past two years. So I don't know, maybe a new coach, maybe he can get back to where he was, but I feel like there's, there could be a big drop for Vernon Davis. So um, open up the floor for you two. I mean, whoever wants to go first. I mean, who do you all feel could be a certified sleeper this year to where if you wait to maybe a eighth or ninth round, you pick up this guy, he can give you some good f- fantasy value. I'll let you go first, Gamble. I really don't have any, like, big sleepers. I mean, <laughs> when I'm drafting fantasy, I don't remember to look at the tight ends. If I don't see any of the top 10 tight ends in draft, I usually just pick the one that's next. But uh, I see like a, a guy like Kyle Rudolph as a, a good sleeper. I mean, he's still with Minnesota, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. I see him and, and Bridgewater with with the addition of Adrian Peterson back. I see him putting up some numbers. I mean, even if Adrian Peterson had the year off, he might get tired or is going to get tired. So it gives him more opportunities to throw. And then they also lost, uh, what was it Greg Jennings, I believe? Minnesota, yeah. So I see him as a like a, another one, a checkdown guy to uh, to t- uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Brad, uh, I got a couple guys, um, but I'm only gonna pick one, and I don't know if this pick is out of fear or or what. I'm gonna go with Larry Donnell for the Giants. Uh, I think the Giants are gonna have a very nice rebound year. Uh, some odd reason I always love how they how they draft. I feel like they always have the best draft. Uh, they they find necessary pieces and they also find diamonds in the rough. Um, Long as almost blowing up their fingers. But <laughs> true. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Another shot. <laughs> I, I just think I think he's gonna have uh, a really nice year. I, I see Eli having a really nice year, and I see the Giants kind of getting back to some you know some of the the dominant form that they had. Uh, about three years ago, um, so I, I, I'm gonna go with Larry Den- Donnell. Can I can I add another one? No. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. No. Yeah, no. Definitely not. I was gonna do it. Okay. Uh, Tyler Eifert from the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. I mean, he had there was big talk about him coming out of Notre Dame. Big guy catches like a receiver. Um, due to his injury last year, didn't get to play much. Didn't get to really show off his uh his skills. So if he stays healthy. I see him as a another sleeper. All right, do I get to add one then? Jeez, what? Oh. Yeah, yeah it's only <laughs> keep fair. going. It's only right that he adds. Another I'm gonna one go too. with Zach Ertz because now Philadelphia is reduced to virtually one receiving target, which is Jordan Matthews, mm-hmm. uh, and they're gonna need someone else to catch the ball. And I think Ertz has the body, you know, kind of wide receiver slash tight end type body and speed and hands and playmaking ability. Uh, and and now they don't have anyone to throw it to outside Jordan Matthews. So I see Ertz having a, a pretty solid year. Uh, simply because they are running out of targets. 
I got a rookie tight end that could be big this year. Matt Williams from the from Ravens. Minnesota. No, he's plays with right. Well, out of Minnesota yeah, for the out Ravens. Of Minnesota, yeah. Like I said, same reason as um, Pureman. They need. They I mean they lost Owen Daniels. Mm-hmm. Pitta, you can't rely on to stay healthy. Yeah. So Williams could be a big one this year. Good call. Um, kickers. Everyone knows when you draft a kicker, you just go who's the best on the board. Obviously, you have dude. What's how do you say the dude from New England? Gronkowski. Goskowski. Him and then Park. Uh, Parky. Park, Parky from the Eagles. I mean, that's pretty much all you need to know. Just, well, you also got Hoska from uh, Seattle. Yeah. You also just have whenever you draft in the final round, whoever has the first pick is going to just go in the order of the draft. Yeah, if you, got, if you guys pick within the first, like, five rounds a kicker, something is wrong with you. Yeah, don't be like the Oakland Raiders and take a kicker with the first pick of the draft. No. <laughs> I've, I've seen no, it happen before in our in our league. Was it Henry? <laughs> was it Henry? I didn't want to throw any names. <laughs> it was Henry, wasn't uh, it? <laughs> yeah. It's a, we have a pretty comical draft usually. We have we have this one guy who always um I guess he always he never looks at who's been drafted. And I think last year he did it again where he took someone um who's already been drafted. Yeah, but that's yeah. Usually that happens nice. like once, but it's it's happened before. Well, it's I'm not gonna like three I'm not gonna times. mention same names. guy three times. I won't mention I mean, names, not same guy, but. but someone in our draft last year took Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> who? It's not gonna mention names. That's right. Someone it may or may not been the same guy. <laughs> no, one of my other leads someone took Tony Gonzalez, and someone took Josh Gordon after the suspension was uh oh, was gotcha. thrown out there, and took Tim Tebow. <laughs> Do they not watch the I ESPN? <laughs> Um, defenses, it's just so many to go over. I mean, we can go over most of the defense during our fantasy, during our um, NFL preview, but obviously it's Seattle. I and mean, you can't say too much about, I mean, they're just Seattle. Uh, I actually think the Jets will be a top five defense. Yeah. I'm going to go on a limb and say them. I mean, you got Cromartie back. You got, actually, you got the best duo and cornerbacks back together again. Yeah. You got like Buffalo too with Rex yeah. Ryan being was, a defensive genius going to an already pretty stout defense. I mean, you got, uh, we're you really going to see Buffalo. what Tom Brady's made of this year, I believe. Yeah. I know the this Jets and the Bills. Finally, he's going to play in a division where it's like, oh, okay, we're not just going to hand you the title. Yep. Um, so now what I want to go over is our rookies this year. It's going to be another open discussion on who you think is the best, not the best rookie, who could be the most impactful, who could be a little sleeper. Obviously, I think the two rookies from the Titans are going to do some magic this year. I like Mariota, the running, the capability, the passing. I mean, they're all, all everyone in Titan camp has been just, just so much good about him. His accuracy. I mean, everything they've been saying about him has been nothing but positive. His work ethic, the way he's learning to do it in, you know, um, out of under the under the center and everything, the way he's got to do play calls now. Now this stupid X Y sign. Let me put a blue. Let me put a yellow. I mean, they're saying he's learning to do it. And also. Green Beckham, the wide receiver they got out of um, Oklahoma, Missouri, wherever yeah, the hell Missouri. he played. Well, I guess they classified it Oklahoma because that's where he was last. Mm. Um, I think he's big and strong. I mean, people compared him to Calvin Johnson. Obviously, we have to wait to see that. But I think I think the reason I'm liking Mariota is because that receiving core could be very dangerous in Tennessee, a very underrated receiving core. You have the Beckham. You have Justin Hunter, who hopefully this is a make-or-break year for him. You're going to have Danelli Walker. You have Harry Douglas, who came over from Atlanta, who's a very good reception receiver, um, very good at route running. And then Kendall Wright, I feel now that you have Hunter and Beckham there, two big guys, you could put Kendall Wright where he excelled, and that was in the slot role. Uh, When you had Kenny Britt there, you had Kendall in the slot role with Kenny and Nate, and he had the most receiving yards he's had all year. When you put him back on the outside, he doesn't have the body type for an outside receiver. He's a slot man. That's where he'll get his yards from, and that's what RG3 used him as when he was with Baylor with RG3. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like those two. I also like, I said earlier, I love TJ Yeldon. 
I feel like that gives them a solid running game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also, you take some pressure off Blake Borles now that he doesn't have to do as many throws, hopefully. And um, Duke Johnson. And also the running back from Atlanta, Coleman. I really like him. Um, you know, um, Jackson's gone now. You have Devontae Freeman there, but Freeman is a really a small type of back. He's not really a, an every-down back, and I feel like Coleman could come out and be that every-down back they need. Um, Brad, let's go first with your rookies, and who do you like so far have you seen? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you... I'll give you what who I think is going to be the most impactful. Uh, you know, I I, I think Mariota is gonna is gonna do really really well. Uh, I, I I do think he's gonna have <laughs> like a good year. You know, you, you look at who he's playing against in division. You know, obviously the Colts are really good. Uh, chances are he will lose both of those games. Uh, but otherwise, Jacksonville, there's no reason he can't beat Jacksonville. Houston. There's no reason he can't beat Houston, uh, you know. So, so the way I see, you know, breaking down, I, I could see them being four and two, you know, or maybe three and three, being about five hundred in division. But, uh, you know, I, I just think, I think the 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 stage is is set for him. He he does have some pieces, you know, with with Walker and Wright and Hunter, who are all veterans. Uh, you know, he's got some pieces that that are already in place pretty nicely for him. Uh, and I think I think he is a smart kid, and and I think he's. Uh, you know his IQ is good. He's an athlete. Uh, I, I I see him having a, a very good year. Uh, another one who I think is being put in a really nice position is Melvin Gordon. Uh, you know, realistically, Ryan Matthews is inconsistent. Fumbles, gets injured. Uh, you know, I think Melvin Gordon could 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 start getting some touches. You know, maybe it wouldn't happen early in the year, but maybe by mid season or towards the the end of their season, he may be. You know, kind of their go-to guy because I think he's just going to be more consistent than what you'll get uh, out of out of the other guys they have. He's a workhorse. He is a workhorse, and 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 he's got young legs. Uh, you know, so I I see him kind of making a, a pretty nice impact simply because the situation is good and uh, and there's not much beating you know beating him out of that position. Uh, and then my other one is going to be Amari Cooper. You know, I I think Oakland virtually had. No talent necessarily at wide receiver last year. I mean, you know who was their who was their number one guy? Uh, James Jones. Yeah, James Jones. Uh, and we saw what happened when he got taken away from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he was. We saw that was a product of a system. Bad of the quarterback. Uh, you know, quarterback and system. Yeah. I see him and Carr. You know, starting to really grow a, a nice relationship because I I saw some really good things from Carr last year, and I, I think that's a that's a good pick that you had there, uh, Guillermo, in terms of sleeping quarterback. I I think Carr's gonna have a nice year also, and I think. A lot of it is going to come uh, in the hands of Cooper. So I see, I see Cooper, Mariota, and Gordon being the biggest impacting uh, rookies this year. Well, you've seen once you give a quarterback an option for a wide receiver, that's that kind of an option. Even if it's a rookie, they do a whole lot better. I mean, you saw last year. I mean, Mike Evans made that quarterback who whoever was doing it week in week out better. Uh, Sammy Watkins obviously made EJ Manuel look a little bit better than what he actually was. I mean. Yeah. You draft a rookie that can do well, they're going to help out. I mean, you saw with... Well, it helps them out with the team, but also helps out the quarterback with the confidence where they actually want to throw to you. Not AJ sure Green. Anybody else who were like, I'm not sure if I want to throw it to you, but I'll throw it to you. You make me look stupid. Where you get a quarter, get a receiver like Cooper, it's like, give me the ball. You know what I can do. Dalton, would, Dalton wouldn't have been the same quarterback without AJ Green. Without oh, yeah, a doubt, no, they wouldn't, no, he wouldn't have been the same quarterback. I mean, same system and everything, but you need that elite receiver... In AJ Green, 
I just don't see it. I mean, are you gonna have Sanu or who are the other receivers from there? Good point. I yeah, mean, that, that's about it. Sanu <laughs> and Green. That's it. All right, Guillermo, your rookies. Uh, do you want them in order or just just don't any of them? Don't matter. All right, let's do this. Uh, you guys are gonna hate me. I still have a uh, Duke Johnson, not the top rookie, but one of the top rookies to 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 do good in the season. I got Melvin Gordon. As as another top one, I have Mariota with a new uh, just a style of play. It's gonna give something to Titans that they haven't got since McNair. Mm. So I see him doing a, doing a bigger threat, bold being right a big there. threat right bold. there. I'm not saying he's gonna be just like him, but it's they're getting something. We haven't had a quarterback any good since that can run and and play. I mean, our last Vince hope Young, was, but well, that was our last hope was Vince Young. Yeah, but since then. Pfft. And then uh, Kevin White. You know, I completely forgot about Kevin White. I see with Kevin the, White with the a, Bears. As, a, as a top rookie as well. Because he'll he'll make Ash, Ash Sean Jeffries will make him better. It's, it's just going to be like as Jeffrey was learning from yeah, Marshall. They'll, they'll feed off each where, other. And Cutler can't overthrow Kevin White. If you overthrow Kevin White, <laughs> then you have a real issue because he's quick. Cutler's got a strong arm, though. He's quick and he can also get high. Not like that. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Did he get, did he get caught with drugs or something? Get high, get high in the air, okay? All right, we're going to end the show real quick with your bold prediction for fantasy football. You're like a defense that's going to be in the top 10, top 5, a player that will be a top 10 or top 5. We'll go with bold predictions. Brad, hmm. what's your one bold prediction for fantasy football this year? Bold predictions, Matt Walters, you're going to love this one. Sam Bradford only misses two games this year. <laughs> Who's gonna miss two games? Same rapper. Rapper. <laughs> That's pretty bold. Guillermo, your bold prediction. RG3 finishes the season. <laughs> That's a real bold prediction. <laughs> That's a good bold That's a jinx. He's probably gonna <laughs> break both his arms or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, another bold one. Cousins plays the season. God, you're such an idiot. <laughs> Give me so, something other than the Redskins. These are also depressing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Give me something other than the Redskins. Patriots not winning the division. Ooh, that is a bold prediction. That's more for their NFL preview show. I'm talking <laughs> fantasy football related. Oh, okay. Sorry. You save that for next week. Okay. Write uh, that down for next week. That's his bold prediction. He can't. Adrian Peterson that. won't be picked in the first round. Won't be picked in the first round on fantasy. On most fantasies. I can see that. My poll prediction. I can't see that. Jets will have the number one ranked defense in fantasy football this year. Whoa. The Jets will be number one ranked defense. Over the Seahawks? Yep. Yeah, Seahawks lost Maxwell. Uh, yeah, I, my MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah, good call. <laughs> I love Camardi. I love Revis. I love their front Their front seven. You got they added Williams. You got Wilkerson. You oh, got yeah. the... What? Who's the one that's suspended for four weeks, but they say when he comes back, he's going to be a monster. Um, a dude, I know he went to um, UNC, but I can't remember his name now. God, I have to look it up, but... Their front seven is ridiculous, and I think Rex Ryan is probably kicking himself in the ass for leaving this defense right now. But they probably came back because they didn't have to play for Rex Ryan. Dude, well, Buffalo is that's a good defense. Too. He's probably uh, licking his chops at the same time. I'm sure he's a little upset, but I mean, Buffalo but I got no that's, that's actually a pretty good one because I, I, see I like it. Cromartie and, and Revis are back Re- together, and when those two well, were together, I'm, they had the number one ranked defense. I'm yeah, talking about Cromartie and, and uh, Sherman have been going at it, saying, "I tell you what, if they had a quarterback, that'd be a fucking playoff team." They had a quarterback. They have everything they need but a quarterback. We're going to find out. Everything they, they need. They're going to learn today. Actually, you know what? Another <laughs> bold prediction for the Brets. Bryce Petty will start by their bye week. What does that have to do with? Fantasy-wise. 
No. You're going to start Bryce Petty? Hell no, but I'm just saying. Then, so, then who cares? I'm a just, bold it's statement a like that. fantasy thing that he'll <laughs> then, start by who week. cares? <laughs> Maybe on a bye week, you pick him up, Shite? Why? Hey, I picked up. Fuck, hey, you know what? what? Speaking of picking up quarterbacks like that, uh, the very last game a couple years ago when um, Matt Flynn got his going, like, where it was like, oh my God. I actually started him that week in the well, championship. Like five touchdowns, no I started. Or something like that. You, I was in the league with you. I started him that week, and that won me the championship. Wow, Matt, who Flynn? The year I played for uh, Lacy, he had breeze, and I started uh, Flynn uh, for no reason. Yeah, he ended up winning, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> with Matt Flynn, this guy loves his LSU quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jets' number one ranked defense. I, I just that's I, pretty bold. Yeah. I like the t- I like the cornerbacks this year. They were the number one ranked defense in the league when they had those two together. Mm-hmm. Revis, it showed last year he still has it. Yeah. Kamari, I mean, you can't tell me those two obviously weren't talking to each other saying, hey, look, let's try to get back together. We were an amazing combo together. You know, if you're going to the Jets, I'll come with you and let's do what we did before. I mean, there's no reason to think they didn't think about that. I mean, NBA how, how players old are do they? all the No. You're right. I want to say early 30s, maybe? Late 20s, early 30s? I think Revis is maybe 30. Yeah. So Kamari is maybe 33. Or something so they're like early 30s. But I think they can still be effective together. And you got to think, those two covering, you give Williams and Wilkerson time to get to that quarterback, and Williams will get to the quarterback. Well, I mean, who, we saw who are their safeties? Who's that? Yeah, they have a really good safety. They have... Uh, Isn't uh, it like Leonard or something? Or no. did Leonard go to... No, 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 no. I'll tell you it's not. It's not LeVon Landry, that's for sure. <laughs> he's gone. Well, he was with the Colts and then got caught again. <laughs> he, he's good, though. The safety they have for the, for the Jets, he's really, really good. I think this is going to be his second year in the NFL. Uh, maybe his third, but he he's a stud. That their secondary is going to be Seattle esque. It's it's going to be nice. Now, just for fun, how about your the Redskins? You've done your bowl predictions. Pick a bowl prediction for the Redskins in terms of fantasy numbers. Any player, anyone who could be a top ten, top five, just for just for shits and giggles. RG three runs for five touchdowns, throws for twenty five. That's bold. Yep. That's bold. Do you think it's going to happen? No, just 20. 20 and 5. Okay. <laughs> Runs for 5, throws for 20. I'm going to say with the makeover they did on defense, I'm going to go Titans top 10 defense with the makeover they had this year. <laughs> with Arakbo having double-digit sacks. <laughs> and double-digit missed games. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to go with Mariota being the top-ranking fantasy uh, offensive player this year. What? Who? For quarterbacks. Over Rodgers and Luck? I said for rookies. Oh, for rookies. Rookies players will be the top. Mariota? Yeah, the top ranking rookie fantasy option. How many many rookies are there uh, coming up this season? Tons. There's tons. Uh, QBs? (laughs) Not only QBs, just two, but in terms of. Maybe three. Petty could start. Petty could start. Oh, you're you're saying throughout the whole. whole... With all the rookies, I think he'll be the top ranked fantasy option. Gotcha. If he signs. He's got to sign his contract. It's getting a little crunch time where he needs hey, to sign. Hey, Mariota. He's thinking twice. He's like, shh, wants you to sign. Someone, hope, someone, hope someone's like throwing out there, well, you know, there's this is where they can still trade him. And Chip Ke- so stop with trade. the Chip Kelly shit. He's going, so he's so what's the Philly. story? He's, he's the, going to Philly. Like, they, okay, so they can't, he got drafted by They it. got the money worked out. It's the little things. Like, you can't, like, they don't want him to surf during the offseason. They don't want him to hurt himself. Yeah, it's in his contract. Really? Actually, you've recently there's been a lot of sports athletes that have been doing like fun activities, have been hurting themselves. You got Rory out of the British. You got two NFL players blew off their fingers during Fourth of July. I'm sure that didn't help Mario's calls out. Fireworks. God. And it's Shark Week. 
Yeah, it's Shark Week. No, Dad, just, what are you doing? Shark just week. don't go to North Carolina. How was uh, the Outer Banks? Do you see any sharks? No, don't we didn't. We were there was, but there was plenty of helicopters that were just going up and down the coast, looking. They were looking. Yeah, they were kind of. Did, so. did you need a bigger boat? <laughs> I think we're gonna need a bigger boat. Um, what do you, say? What do you say, Chief? No, but the <laughs> the wife saw uh, a fin. Was it a dolphin? Yeah, it ended up being like a pack of like three or four dolphins, but they were really close. But she she started freaking out. She's like, "What's that? What's that? What is that?" <laughs> I'd be freaking out too. Can you imagine if you just go to like a beach and just starts yelling, "Shark! Shark! Shark! Oh, get out of the water! That's get like out of the water!" Fire on an airplane, right? Or bomb on an airplane? Yeah. You can't. Do you can't that. say bomb on an airplane. <laughs> bomb, 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 bomb. In the army, I was a bombardier. <laughs> so. <laughs> So that's going to do it this week for our fantasy show. Before we get going, of course, Paul's going to do his little speech. But uh, first, just next week will be our last episode again for another two weeks. Obviously, in case you don't know, in two weeks, I'll be getting married. And then I'll be going on my honeymoon. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we have one more show next week, and then we're going to be off for another two weeks. And then we'll be coming back the second week of August and getting kicking in the NFL season, getting the final stuff for uh, MLB, the final push. Uh, Nationals are still on top. The All-Star Game, Home Run Derbies this week. Uh, NBA had a lot of free agents. You know, apparently you can say you're going somewhere and then freaking back you out Spurs after cheat. being apparently bullied for some reason. What'd you say? Spurs cheat? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to let you guys know, I'm taking bets on uh, San Antonio Spurs. I'll take it that they don't win. <laughs> All right. Any of you guys out there listening, San Antonio winning title this year. <laughs> so next Thursday, same time, 7 p.m., we will have our NFL special show. It'll be the same thing as the baseball. We'll break down every division, every team, you know, your key ads. You know, playoffs will break down, you know, who we're going to win the Super Bowl just as we did for the MLB. Titans. So, no, the hell no. <laughs> so, Paul, take it away, sir. Yeah, so you can uh, get all the information for the podcast on uh, at the website, www.shipesportstalk.com. Um, Stit, uh, Stitcher, we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, and you can tweet the show at Shipe Sports Talk. Facebook. What's that? Facebook. Facebook forward slash Shive Sports Talk. Everything forward slash Shive Sports Talk. You can get it. But uh, if it hit the website. You'll be able to get all the uh, old episodes um, on YouTube. You can just go to just search Shive Sports Talk, and we have pretty much all the episodes uh, in video format there. So that's pretty much it. Uh, email Shive Sports Talk at gmail.com. Send in any of your comments, questions, whatever you want. I'm sure the guys would love to, to read them and tear it apart. And I think that's it. Also, we have the Shipe Sports Talk Fantasy Football League. I'll put the link up on the website. I mean, on the Facebook. Winner will receive the first ever Shipe Sports Talk Fantasy Trophy. So please sign up for that. Paul and Brad, mm. you two still haven't signed up yet? Yeah. Um, Spots yeah. are running out quick. You were only doing 12. I'm not doing, I was thinking about 14. I realized that'd be too hard. So. I don't think I've ever done We would have 12. nobody to draft. Yeah. So 12. <laughs> yeah, no. So there's actually six How spots left. Bryce so hurry Petty. up and sign up. Um. We will be doing fantasy segments once the NFL season starts. Obviously, games start on Thursday, so we can do, we'll do who to start. During the season, we'll do, you know, who to start, who to sit, you know, maybe sleeper pitch for the week. We'll do a segment every week for fantasy football, so this isn't the last time. I'm going to try my best on the website to try to put up a ranking every week of the fantasy, looking at who they're playing. So I'm going to try to do that, you know, like what Matthew Barry and all those other geeks do on ESPN. Right on. So I'm gonna try to match their uh, their style. Hopefully, I can maybe do better than them. <laughs> mm. Nice. So bringing um, an insider and like who will not be playing and who will be playing. Yeah, I'll do what they did on that show, the league, and try to tell Terry Bradshaw I'm his like his nephew. And maybe he'll pick up the phone, and give me the insight. <laughs> um, so that's all for this week. Stay, you know, listen this week for our special NFL preview show. I mean, that's two weeks. There's gonna be nothing for NFL. So for myself, 
for Paul, yep. Guillermo, the returning Brad. Yes. Thank you for listening. And we will be see you all next week, same time, same place from the man cave. Have a good evening and enjoy. 